Hey friend, it's April Meese here. Listen, we all know that we have blind spots in our business and we can use some outside guidance no matter what level you're at in your beauty business. And the good news is we have a holiday special where you can get one-on-one coaching with me at 50% off. We've only done this one other time and it was two years ago, but we do have a limited amount of spots that we can offer for that because Obviously, I only have so much time, but here are some things that we can tackle. So what we'll do is we'll look at that specific problem that you have in your beauty business and develop a plan of action. So these are some things that I've coached people through on one-to-one calls in the past. Maybe create a marketing plan for consistency in 2022 to bring you in more clients as well as more time freedom to review your website, a landing page or sales page to help you get better appointment conversion to make a plan for hiring a virtual assistant in your business so that you can get more time back in your life. Obviously, there's the general ones like ad strategy. We can review creative and copy, which is the images and the words, as well as outline a course curriculum and marketing ideas for that course. We can up-level your business with referral plan, referral program partners, and whatever specific area of your business that you want clarity on, We can develop that plan of action so that you can move forward faster. So the code is 2022 is a coupon code for 50% off. Again, the spots are limited. So I would go right now to the website, grab it, check the show notes, as well as get that coupon code 2022. See you then. Well, hello, beautiful. So today we are talking about, well, I am exposing my weaknesses and really talking about the lessons I've learned with starting my online business, you know, some of the things in reflection that I wish I would have known. And I think this is going to be very helpful for you. One, if you're thinking about starting an online business, maybe you're thinking about teaching, maybe you're thinking about retailing some products online, whatever it might be that you're thinking about doing. But also, if you're not thinking about starting an online business, it will still be impactful because there are so many lessons that we can apply to our beauty business brick and mortars. What I've learned that really helped me when I look back, what I wish I would have known when starting my beauty business online. And like I said, even if you are thinking about doing online courses or offering some type of product online, you'll relate to a lot of these lessons. First of all, I want to say I started coaching and beauty marketing mentoring in 2017. So I had had a very and have a very successful beauty business. And, you know, people were out always asking me, like, how did you grow the business so fast? And, um, and it really wasn't that fast. It was a journey, but like, how are you doing it with twins? And, you know, how are you getting out there? And they wanted to know, you know, how can I also get my beauty business? And at that time, in 2015 and 16, no one was really talking about these things. Like our beauty industry, it's not like it is now where it's open and people are sharing knowledge. It was very hush-hush. Like people kept their secrets to themselves. They wouldn't share freely. And I was sharing freely. And so I thought, you know, there's really a demand for this and I'm going to put it together a strategy and really help my students. Since then, I've really learned so much more that it's not just the strategies that they need, like it's the marketing strategies, and then it's the mentorship of asking them the right questions so that they can have those light bulb moments so that they can have the breakthroughs. So you need a combination of both. Like you don't want just, you know, mindset 
And you don't want all just strategies. Like you need a combination of both. And so I started that in 2017, you know, helping and mentoring beauty businesses. And then I also, you know, started having success with their businesses. So I knew it was success that was not just for me. It was success that I could transfer to them. Obviously at that time, there wasn't very many people doing beauty marketing, coaching or mentorship. There was me and maybe one or two other people that I knew of. You know, what's interesting is now, obviously since the pandemic, everybody moved to online. And, you know, there are more marketing mentors and things like that. And that's fine because there's a coach for everyone. Like not everybody is going to agree with my style. I think that I have a unique method for what I do. And I know that we've proven it over and over again with students and getting them success. And so we have a proven system. We have proven strategies that work, but also, like I said before, like asking the right questions because getting students to have that breakthrough is really the key. Right. I often say that no one needs more information. You just need a system and some accountability for getting there. Right. Like somebody kind of holding your feet to the fire and saying, you know, you said you wanted this. Do you still want this? And what's keeping you from getting there? Or what excuses are you coming up with? Right. And so um, I also have that for my business. So let's jump right into it. I have three tips for you talking about the, the different things that I've learned. First of all, I will say that. Running a business online is different than having a brick and mortar business with marketing in terms of that it's not tangible. So I find that when you are selling a service or when you are selling a product, because it's tangible, it's easier to build trust faster. When the transformation is more, you know, it's ethereal, it's more like, you know, you can't hold on to it you know, it's, it's obviously it's their business. It's different. So it takes a little bit longer to build that trust. Right. And so that's one of the things to know. So if you're thinking about moving some of your services online or doing something online, it takes a little bit longer to build that trust. And I think that's true in today's society with all things, but definitely more when it's not tangible. So that's one thing. The other thing is you really need to really tap into what is going to make you unique and how you can stand out. Because, you know, one of the things that I looked at around this Lash convention that I was just at, LashCon, is that obviously there are so many different manufacturers that are selling, you know, pretty much the same tweezers or pretty much the same glue. And, you know, if it's permanent makeup, it might be some of the similar pigments, right? And so what is going to make you unique? What is going to make you stand out? is really key to tapping into that. So let's jump into my lessons. Okay. So number one, one of the things exposing my weaknesses, oh man, I bought into the hype, believing the hype. And there's two folds to this. One is passive income. So the hype of, okay, it's passive income. And it is true that you're not necessarily trading time for money like you do for services. Like you don't have to be present. Services, you know, people will sign up for, your products or your classes, even when you're not there. So that part is passive, but let's just bust the myth that really nothing is passive, right? I really, this idea of like, oh, you're just going to kick back on the beach and, you know, drink your Mai Tai or whatever. Like, I don't think that that is really true in today's society. Today's society is you have to stay relevant. You have to stay like out of sight, out of mind right? And uh, let me know if you uh, resonate with that. 
you know, that there's always something to do. And also if you are, you know, if you are an entrepreneur, we have that fire in us where we have that creativity. We always want to be growing, to be learning, to try new things. And so you're always improving. So there's not like that point where you're just, eh, I'm just kicking back because you're wanting to make it better. Like even if you create it, I'm always updating the Elevate Your Beauty Business program. I'm always thinking, how can I make this better? How can I make this easier for them? How can I help them get more success? And so this idea of you know passive income, I think it's hype. I think it's one of those things like just bust the myth that it's really not true. You have to constantly be getting brand recognition. You want to be showing up for your brand. Definitely systems make it easier. Once you've put these like funnels in place and once you've put some of these systems, right? These sales systems in place, it will make things easier. But there's no such thing as just kicking back and, you know, watching the money roll in. In my opinion, I think you still are growing, learning, you're getting to that next level, you're doing new things, you're trying new things, you're having, when you try new things, you have new failures, right? At each level, just like the expression, new level, new devil, at each level, you are doing something new and challenging yourself. And so you're not just sitting back, you're always making it better and improving. That myth of like, you know, it's just going to be passive. It's just going to be quick. Don't believe the hype. Okay. Don't believe the hype because, and here's the second part to that, that it is a journey that we learn things along the way. It makes me think of when I was growing up and I was playing like Pac-Man and Miss Pac-Man. And I have to say, I was really good at the Miss Pac-Man. I could get it that with the little joystick, all that. Anyways, you know, any game that you played, right? Whether it was Donkey Kong, Centipede, or any of the new games, you have to finish that level before you can get to the next level, right? Like in Donkey Kong, you got to, you know, kill the Kong before you get to the next level. In Miss Pac-Man or Pac-Man, you have to eat all of the dots and not get eaten by the ghost before you get to the next level. And that's the way it is in life too. Like if you don't learn the lessons in this level, right? Like if you're not, you know, managing your money well here or having that balance here in this level, you're not going to get to that next level. Or if you do, you're going to have that burnout. And this whole idea that it's going to be, you know, fast, right? This, you know, overnight is also a big myth because I mean, think of anything that really comes fast to us. Like, you know, if you lose weight really quick with a diet, what happens? People usually gain it back right? You see people all the time that if their video goes viral, sometimes they don't have the systems in place to even monetize it. So they get all of this popularity, they get this huge audience, but then they don't really have things, systems in place to sell and really maximize that monetization. And there's also this thing, I don't know if you've heard of, it's called the Oprah effect. And the Oprah effect is, you know, once Oprah talks about it, once Oprah touches it, it becomes like, it does go viral. And here's the interesting thing you might not know, and you can probably Google this if you want, but a lot of businesses have actually gone out of business after the Oprah effect. So, you know, you think like, oh my gosh, if Oprah would just talk about me and my services and my beauty services or my beauty products, it would be amazing. But a lot of services, like there was a bakery that could not keep up with the demand and actually ended up closing their business. Can you imagine? Of course, we all want it to be faster, 
right? We all want to get there quicker. We, you know, there's like that, enjoy the journey, you know, but we're all like, no, just give it to me. I'm ready for it. But there is that idea of you need to really master the things at each level so that you are prepared to get to the next level. So this idea of, you know, quick success, there's two things, the hype, the idea of, you know, passive income and quick success. I think those are the two ideas that you can buy into that it's going to be quick and easy or that it is going to be no work. And I think both of those are myths. Just knowing that you need those systems to really take your business to the next level and you develop those systems, either you learn them from somebody else, like you have a mentor that says, here, here's the proven framework that's worked for me and lots of other businesses, follow this map and you get those systems that way, or you build them as you go, right? But you don't want to skip those levels because if you skip those levels, then you quickly realize that it's not sustainable. So that was lesson number one. All right. Number two is, oh my gosh, like, as I say these guys, it's like a pit in my stomach because these are, again, I'm like, I'm really exposing like the thoughts that I had second guessing, doubting myself, impatiently searching for the next thing. So the way that looks is I wasn't trusting like what I knew. For example, I already had success in my first beauty business, right? In my first business was success. I knew what worked, but for some reason I thought, okay, that's brick and mortar. So what worked for that business is not going to work for this online business. In this online business, I need to chase all the shiny objects, right? (laughs) For me, it was like funnels, knowing all the things. For you, it might be getting the next new tool to take your business to the next level. It might be the next class or feeling like you need to have that next service. You need to offer this, like this thing, fill in the blank, will then give me success. This thing will take my business to the next level, right? This, whatever it is, fill in the blank, this new service, this new tool, this new platform, it might be like, okay, if I just get on TikTok, then I know my business will, you know, be where I want it to be, right? So for me, it was a lot of second guessing. And what happens with that is it's a lot of stop and start, right? And it's a lot of half finished bridges. So I'm never getting to the other side because I'm starting to build a bridge. And then I'm like, oh, but maybe I should, what I really need is that. So then I start building that bridge and then something else comes along. And what that was looking like is again, it's a lot of, like I said, doubting and a lot of second guessing. Okay. And there's a great expression that I forgot about, but I was reminded about recently. And it is the grass is greenest where you water it. Right. So, you know, that expression, the grass is always greener. Somebody's grass is always greener, but the grass is greenest where you water it. So, where you put your attention, where you put your energy, instead of like second guessing, instead of getting that shiny object syndrome, is just like putting the blinders on and saying, What do I need to focus on? If you've heard me say the acronym for focus is follow one course until success. So I have a mentor that says you should really follow that one project. Maybe it's either that one service, 
It's your one thing, like your signature service, your signature class, your signature, whatever it is, put all of your energy into that until it gets to a million dollars or whatever your goal is, and then build the next thing, right? So for me, it was about, you know, building that business first, right? And now my beauty business is like a teenager. And now I can start over with my kind of younger business. Like it's like more like a baby. It needs more from me. And eventually I want to get them both out of the house. Like, you know, that expression, your business is your baby. You don't want your business to be your baby. Yes, you created it. And, you know, you feel like you've put so much into it, like you would a baby and given it so much love, care and attention, but a baby constantly needs you. And you don't want that to be your business. You want those systems in place where you can still step in. You want it to be like a grown adult where you're still going to have a connection with it. You're going to still jump in and advise it and help to improve and kind of guide it along, but you don't want to be like tied to it 24 seven, like a baby. So, but kind of switched off past there. So we were talking about focus. I need to focus. I needed to focus. (laughs) So obviously focus is the thing. So I was second guessing myself, chasing shiny objects And, you know, what, what I realized is if you pick one thing that you really want to focus on. So, you know, for me, I tried low cost memberships. I tried high ticket mentorships um, or masterminds, and then somewhere in the middle and all of those things can work, right. And all of those things do work just like you could try, you know, Pinterest, that could be your main thing or Instagram. It could be your main thing or TikTok, whatever it is. All of the platforms can work. It's just what you make work, right? So what you decide to go all in on and pick one and, you know, again, chasing two rabbits, you catch none because when you go all in on that one, you're going to have momentum. And that is the key. That's what we all need in business. We need momentum, right? Momentum is what gets you the progress. So it's hard because we are multi-passionate and we want to do things. And when you are feeling like you're just trying to get the wheels going and the bus moving, the struggle bus moving, you do second guess, you do doubt things. And so it is challenging to say, okay, no, there was a reason that I believe this. There's a reason that I picked this path. Let me really focus on making this path work so that I can gain that momentum. That was my biggest mistake exposing that. And still, I kind of get distracted. So when I say lessons learned, I'm really saying lessons learning and putting that in quotes, because I'm still learning these lessons. Like I still find myself, you know, getting distracted and saying, Ooh, that looks exciting. Or, Ooh, maybe I should try that. And then saying, Nope, like here's the plan this following this strategy. And let's not second guess it. Let's tap into that intuition and know what our course of action is. Just to recap, number one was believing the hype, thinking that it was going to be passive, thinking that it was going to be quick. Number two is I just not trusting what I know, right? I already knew a lot of these things. I just didn't follow through on what I knew. Okay. Number three, drum roll. All right. Well, let me give you my number three. My number three is that Oh man, like I take a deep breath when I say this, follow through on, and I I could just say follow through. I could just stop right there. Follow through 
with a big exclamation point. But I actually do follow through. So for me, it's follow through on what advice I was getting from the experts. So I would hire the coach, I would buy the course, and again, I would get that shiny object syndrome, right? So what that looks like for me, the lesson learned is what I was doing is I was staying in the uncomfortable comfort zone, right? So it's like I said to my students, like both paths are hard. You just need to pick your hard. You just need to choose your difficult. Like nothing is going to be like, you know, staying stuck is not fun, but changing can also be challenging, right? So choose your challenge, choose your hard, right? It's just which which one. And I was staying in the uncomfortable, comfortable, right? It was my comfortable zone. It was my comfort zone, but it wasn't comfortable. And I knew like I was getting this expert advice and I was feeling like, okay, I picked this mentor. I picked this business coach for a reason, right? I aligned with what they said. I also saw all of their success. I knew that if I followed what they did, it would work. But for some reason, again, not trusting and doubting and second guessing, going back to number two, I would just say, okay, but maybe I can just figure this out all on my own. But I really think I can just figure this out on my own. It was almost easier to keep doing what I was doing, even though it wasn't working, right? Have you ever found yourself doing that? Yeah, it's one of those things like we have to just reframe the way we think about it. But for me, I was just like, I think there's some freedom that comes with doing it on your own, right? It's like, it's you're trapped because you're not moving anywhere. So you're still stuck. Like the, the irony is like, crazy on these things, but there is freedom because you're just like, yeah, I'm doing my own thing. I'm figuring this out, but you're really not right. I mean, you will, you'll get there eventually. Like we all get there eventually. It's just a much longer, slower path right? and sometimes more painful path, but that is the path that we take. So I would invest in these coaches. I would invest in these programs and sometimes like a pretty penny, right? You know, five figure investments and then still not follow through. And there might've been some of my own, like, you know, keeping myself safe because if I go all in on what they say, then I have to show up in a new way, right? Yeah. And it is really thinking about like, okay, I would just say to myself, okay, I'm just going to do this first. Like, I'm just going to do my way first and then I'll do their way. Right. And I think that might be a little bit of like the stubbornness in me. I mean, that there's, there's some parts that like work to our advantage, like the achiever, but then there's a little stubbornness that also work against us. And so looking back, you know, it's easier sometimes to just stay in that safe zone. I used the example a few weeks ago of I got a new phone. Now, my old phone worked as a phone, but it would no longer like my storage was maxed out. So I would like I take a picture because I had all of these videos and pictures of my kids on there. Right. And I hadn't downloaded them. And so it would say your storage is maxed out. So I'd have to go and like erase something. It was getting ridiculous. And I needed a new phone, but the idea of changing like, oh, but now I have to change all my apps over and I have to like, I made it in my mind be this big thing, guys, it literally was so easy. They just like transferred the data from one to the other. 
and yes, you do have to learn a new phone. Like, you know, your things aren't in exactly the same spot and there are some new things I need to figure out. But overall, I was so afraid of that change. I kept putting it off and putting it off. It also, I'm going to ask you, like, what are you putting off in your business and your life that you know you need to do that would also help take your business to the next level? But it's almost just easier to stay, you know, stay with the kind of the evil you know versus the evil you don't know. But there's another example of the other day I was jogging and there was like a little, I don't even know if it was a pebble, but there was a little something in my shoe and I was jogging, but I was on a time crunch. So like I had to get back and do something. So I was like, okay, so I jogged for a little bit and it would roll around in my shoe and every now and then I would feel it and it would hurt. And I'd be like, ow. But then it would move as I would move my feet, it would move. And then it wouldn't hurt for a while. And so it's like, okay, I can go a little bit further. I didn't want to take the time to stop, take my shoe off and take the pebble or whatever little thing was in there that was bothering me. I just kept jogging because when it it wasn't hurting constantly. So if it was hurting constantly, I would have stopped, right? But because it was only hurting me or I was only... Now, here's the thing that's probably hurting me. I was only feeling it every now and then. I was only kind of, it was only made aware to me every now and then. So for you, I'm going to ask, what is the pebble in your shoe in your business? Meaning like, you might be like, oh, I really know that I need systems in my business. Like I need to hire that virtual assistant that will help me be more present on social media, that will help me get more organized, or I really need to, this is something that I need to do in my business, but I'm not doing because you associate pain with it, right? I associated the pain with the pain was stopping and taking the time to take the pebble out because I didn't have the time, but it would have saved me so much time because I probably would have been able to run faster, right? I often use the expression in our business. Sometimes we have to slow down to speed up in our business. Sometimes we have to get some systems in place so that we're ready for that next level in our business, so that we're ready to speed up. And I know that I just kept running with that pebble, as ridiculous as it is, because I wasn't feeling it all the time. But like, you might be like, okay, I really need to work on my marketing, but I'm busy during the holidays. So I'm not feeling it right now because people are in the buying mood, but maybe this August, you really felt it. Or maybe in... February or end of January, you're going to feel it, right? So maybe you're not feeling the pebble right now, but you know it's in your shoe. (laughs) Yes. Saying yes to everything. Yeah, absolutely. Figure out what you are avoiding right now. And you know what, to me, one of my favorite sayings is when you say yes to something, you say no to something else. And that can work in your favor, And that can work for you and it can also work against you. Sometimes a yes to something like a yes to your family might be a no to work and that might be an okay yes, right? And sometimes a yes to everything is a no to your family and that doesn't sit well with you, right? So it's finding out like, what is the thing? What's the pebble in your shoe? What is the thing that is like keeping you in that uncomfortable, comfortable? right? What is that thing that is that you know you need to do? It might be something, you know, big, like you, it might be showing up on a weekly live. 
that you were like, okay, I know that this is what I need to do to get more brand recognition or connect with my clients, or maybe I need to put out more of this or that or whatever it is. I don't, you know, everybody has something different. I'm not telling you to do more. In fact, I would say do less, but do more of what matters, you know, like the Pareto 80-20 principle, like find that 5% in your business that's going to bring in 95% of the revenue. But for me, what I realized was I, like I said, I would invest in these coaches, but I wouldn't show up to do the work. So I'm like hand raised, guilty, guilty. So guilty of, I'll just do my top three. And so guilty of one, believing the hype that it's going to be fast and easy. Don't believe it. There is, it's going to be a journey. Yes, there are ways to get there quicker. Yes, there are ways to set up systems that make it easier, but it's still a process and you need that process. You need that process so that you can be prepared for the next levels in your business so that you can, you know, beat like the video game, right? Excuse me. So you can get to the next level. So there's that. And then there's also knowing that you're going to grow so much, right? Having a business, having a beauty business is like, it's like self-development on steroids, right? It's like, I say having your own business and definitely the beauty business and parenting are the two biggest things, you know, I mean, woo, it's gonna, this adulting is hard, (laughs) y'all. It is hard stuff. The next thing, number two was second guessing and doubting. So what are you second guessing and doubting in your business and getting shiny object syndrome? And you know, you just need to go back to focusing on what works that will bring you the momentum that you need. Okay. So that was number two and don't do what I did. Learn, learn from my mistakes. And number three is not following through. And for me, it was not following through on expert advice, but for you, it might be not following through on whatever it is, like still thinking like, I need to do this on my own, or I need to figure this out on my own, um, instead of really finding that path that you know, that works and, you know, being consistent on that, right? That was, those were my takeaways and there's probably so many more, but I just wanted to boil it down to like the top three that I was like, Ooh, Lord. Those were some tough lessons and lessons I'm still learning, by the way. By no means have I figured all of anything out. <laughs> I am with you walking the path. I feel like I've figured some things out, actually. There are some things that I'm like, yeah, I feel like this is a really good system. And I know I've proven it to work, but there's other things that I'm still, you know, we're all learning every day. So that's what I had for you guys today, just exposing those weaknesses. Hopefully, some of those lessons will help you. Hopefully, you found value. As always, I appreciate you being here. Bye guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Beauty Marketing Simplified podcast. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we would love to hear from you. Make sure you subscribe, download, and also leave us a review. Let us know any topics that you would like to hear about and also definitely refer it to a friend. Thank you again for joining us. I'm signing off. This is April with Grit and Grace, hugs and high fives. See you next week.